whatever it is, you can have every narrative, every reason not to, every justification, it's all valid. But feel the fear, the anxiety, the nervousness, and do it anyway. Mm. The only way we're going to anchor change and growth in our reality is through action. Contrary to what everyone in our world says. Oh, you need to meditate. Yeah, you need to meditate. Yeah, you need to do your healing. You need to reflect. You need to do your therapy. Whatever it is that tickles your pickle, do it. But it will not be complete. You will not become your desires, your your favorite self without action. Sorry. This is what I say to everybody who comes to me with the law of attraction. It's a beautiful, beautiful concept. And there's many books written about it like... Mm-hmm. The Secret and other books yeah, like I that, Yeah, I think right? that's BS too. <laughs> I think it's incomplete. Wellness is more than just physical health. It's your total well-being. Find out how to have a healthy, balanced life. Have a healthy body through exercise, nutrition, and engage the world through learning, problem-solving, and creativity. Talk Wellness with Anjan. Episode 4 of this show, which is turning out to be pretty epic, thanks to you. Today we have an incredible guest and she specializes in guiding people out of emotional codependency and into the embodiment of their most empowered self. She's a Reiki master, a Theta healing practitioner, a quantum healer, and her approach to self-development and healing is pretty raw. She helps people experience a life of fulfillment by acknowledging hard truths, some of which we're going to talk about today, and integrating enlightenment and humanness as one through subconscious reconditioning, deconditioning, shadow work, inner child healing and quantum rewriting. Today on episode four, we have Farah Abhisab, a certified quantum healer, self-development coach and energy worker. Thank you so much for joining us. Hi, how are you? (laughs) You're welcome. You've titled today's talk, uh, Conscious Choice and How We Stop the BS. Let's talk about that first. Such a cool topic. Okay, so um, this topic is very dear to me. Um, It really changed my life. I've been in this industry for like 10 years at least and um, gone through different modalities and different techniques and different ways to change my life. And it came, it all came down to choice, conscious Mm. choice. Mm. Um, So conscious choice is a mode or an operation that basically we step into when we want to make a decision. So making decisions is normally very automatic. Our subconscious mind and our conscious mind kind of go into autopilot. Mm. And then we, you know, we're going to therapy, we're doing healing, but then we're complaining because nothing is changing in our lives. So it's super important. Conscious choice is the drive for change. You've identified that most lack of well-being happens because people don't have consciousness or awareness with their choice. 100%. How did you come to this conclusion? Um, So after all the healing that I've done on myself, healing, therapy, coaching, I realized that if I want to change in my life, I needed to be conscious Mm. in every moment and consciously choose to follow or create my desires versus automatically go with whatever is in my head you know like healing is not enough true and that's the bs that i'm trying to cut here you know i've always said that going with the flow is only half truth 100 percent. yeah and in the healing community and the spiritual community there's so much woo-woo of let's go with the flow and i love that you 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 know we resonate on that that sometimes you have to swim upstream 100 percent 
only dead fish go with the flow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if you're a live fish, 100%. you're able to swim upstream. And that's why I love your topic today, conscious choice and how we stop the BS. I want to ask you, uh, what is quantum healing? Because you're a certified quantum healer. Yeah, so quantum healing is healing outside the here and now, right? It's in the quantum space where everything is happening in this now moment. Sure. So there are no past lives or future lives. They're all parallel lives and they're happening right now. So when we do quantum rewriting, we're able to kind of influence what's happening in the moment now for you um, based on shifting energy or clearing whatever chords, sorry, whatever experiences that may be influencing you today. Mm. So it's not like a past life regression situation. It's more about tackling everything that's happening with you on your hologram, on your on your bodies, mm. not just conscious bodies. So it sounds today. a bit like yoga because even the yoga philosophy talks about five different sheets or koshas, mm-hmm. we call them five different bodies mm-hmm. and stresses on the f- importance of being in the here and now mm-hmm. and doesn't really care about your past life or yeah. your future life and yeah. cares about the dimensions that you can be active now. So it sounds very similar to that. Yep. And to tie this back into conscious choice, it's, it's so important that we don't get stuck in the past mm. and healing the past and every narrative and every story, all that exists is now. True. So when we take that into consideration, we're actually deciding in the here and now who we want to be and what we want to embody. True. Because it's so easy to stay stuck in stories of the past. You know what I mean? And uh, yeah, it really takes awareness and conscious choice and consciousness to be present now. I got a nice brand image for you. You should call yourself Farah Conscious Coach. <laughs> because you, you've got so many of these tags now, Certified Quantum Healer, Self-Development yep. Coach, Energy Worker, yep. Theta Healing Practitioner. And everything comes together when you use the word consciousness or yep. conscious. How about that? Um, I really like that. I've been I've been working on a few programs, and I'm trying to find like I've been this brainstorming is consciousness and, coach. Yeah, or yeah, consciousness to find coach. like the common denominator. <laughs> you just and did I, it on Talk Wellness. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. Mark this date. <laughs> <laughs> so um, let's stop the BS. What yeah. do you want to start with? The way we can be present or the way we can have the power for conscious choice, there are four ways we can do it or four steps to it. Okay, Mm. so let's stop the BS. All your feelings are valid. All the narratives are valid. Everything you experience is valid. Everything you think is valid. Everything you feel is valid. Is this step one? No, no, no. This is my intro because it's really important that we we do not gaslight ourselves or anyone around us. And not be in denial. 100%. As I was telling another guest the other day, don't go down that river in Egypt. Denial. (laughs) Denial. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yogis are funny people. I love that. I mean, you're always funny anyway. Thanks. (laughs) Okay. Um, So yeah, everything is valid, okay? But it comes down to you and your desire. Mm. What do you want? What do you really want? What is your priority? Do you want to stay in your stories? Because you can, Mm. or you can work to create your desire. And change the narrative. 100%. And changing the narrative really can be anchored in every moment just by you being conscious and making that decision consciously. True. So, Four steps. Four steps. Let's count it down. Step one. First one is awareness. Awareness. You want to be aware of what is not of what is not um, aligned with your desire. Hmm. Okay, so let's say I want to work out. Uh, I want to 
start running in the morning, okay? So the desire is to run. What's not aligned is I can't seem to wake up early enough with enough energy, blah, sure, blah, blah. Sure. So that is the awareness. Here is what I want and here is what the reality is, okay? Second step is identification. Okay. You want to identify the very small action that you can take today that will get you a step closer to your goal or your intention or your desire, okay? And then it becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy 100%. because you're like, I can achieve this. 100%. Because you take that small step mm-hmm. and you're like, okay, mm-hmm. I took this small step so I can take the next step. It's brilliant, so brilliant. important you I said that because this is how we build self-trust. And confidence. Right? 100%. And normally, the task is not what... You know, we don't we don't feel negatively about the task. It's the emotions around the task yes. that either overwhelm us yes. or feel too boring. So it's pretty much our imagination. A hundred percent. And there's a five minute rule. Sit down and do it for five minutes. Yes. Right. And then you'll 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 either finish the whole task or you'll you'll do enough of it to feel encouraged to do more the I next love that. day. I love that. You know what I mean? So that's really important. You want to have awareness about what you want. That's step one. Yeah. Step one is awareness. Step two is identification. Okay. okay? And I want to mention something here. The all or nothing approach is BS. Mm. The cold turkey approach. What is the all or nothing approach? So the black or white. The the, I'm a smoker and I'm going to stop everything tomorrow. Mm. That doesn't work. You're saying you have to ease into it. A hundred percent. I mean, for some people it works, but it's not sustainable. You can't sustain it for a long period of time. And it's not for everybody. It's for maybe anomalies. A hundred percent. Yeah, that's like the exception, right? The all or nothing approach works for some people and not others. But you want to ease into it. You want to create a sustainable step-by-step process for you to reach your goal. So scratch the all-or-nothing approach. That's BS too, okay? And you want to just identify one thing I can do today or this week or this month for you to get closer. Take a step forward into your purpose or into, sorry, your desire. Talk Wellness with Anjan. You've just joined us on episode four with Farah Abi Saab, certified quantum healer, self-development coach and energy worker. And today we're talking about conscious choice and how we can stop the BS. We covered step one and step two. Let's go to step three. So step three, the most important step is presence. You need to be present in order for the space to open up to be able to make a conscious choice. What's the difference between awareness and presence? So awareness, I would say in my opinion, is very mental. You want to, or the process is mental, as in ascend from the mind into the heart, right? And understand what's happening. It's a process. Awareness is looking at what's happening and and trying to gain understandings or or perceptions from it. Insight from it. A hundred percent. That's awareness. Presence is stillness, Mm. is engagement with the moment, is complete Engagement is the best so what way I can... Eastern texts call mindfulness, perhaps, mm-hmm. which is being completely absorbed in any activity you're doing. Mm-hmm. Is that what you say by presence? Yes, yes, yes. I think that works too. But like for when me... you're eating, only eat. Yes. When you're walking, only walk. Yeah. Engage. When you're when you're sitting, only mm-hmm. sit, and mm-hmm. and that brings you the stillness to do that activity to the best way you can do 100%, that activity. Hundred percent and receive it fully. Mm. And receive what you need to from it fully. Presence. Uh, we Super like some important. of those for Christmas if you want to send us. <laughs> but that's different. That's presence. I love presence. Okay. Um, and number four. Number four is do it. Action. Do it. 
whatever it is, you could have every narrative, every reason not to, every justification, it's all valid. But feel the fear, the anxiety, the nervousness, and do it anyway. Mm. The only way we're going to anchor change and growth in our reality is through action. Contrary to what everyone in our world says. Oh, you need to meditate. Yeah, you need to meditate. Yeah, you need to do your healing. You need to reflect. You need to do your therapy. Whatever it is that tickles your pickle, do it. But it will not be complete. You will not become your desires, your your favorite self without action. Mm. This so. is what I say to everybody who comes to me with the law of attraction. It's a beautiful, beautiful concept. And there's many books written about it, like... Mm-hmm. The Secret and other books yeah, like that, Yeah, I think right? that's BS too. <laughs> I think it's incomplete. Yeah. Because in yoga, we have uh, three dimensions of Purushartha, which is the essence of your beingness. And that's uh, Icha Shakti, Jnana Shakti, Kriya Shakti. Icha means desire. So the mm. law of attraction covers that, which mm. means resonate with what you want, feel like that is already a reality, exist mm. in that vibration. This mm. is Icha Shakti, the art of creating uh, true desire in a very skillful way. But that has to be supported with Jnana Shakti, which is the art of knowledge or the art of how to bring that desire mm-hmm, to mm-hmm, fruition. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's right. super. And what he's saying is so important. I want a mango. That's my desire. But you need to know the knowledge that you need to plant 100%, the seed. 100%. And the third that's one, which you're talking about, yeah. is Kriya Shakti. Kriya means action. Yeah. So that's the ability to put the actions combined with the knowledge and experience and the skills that you have, Jnana Shakti, to bring forward the Icha, which the is the desire. Fruit. yeah, And that gives you Purushartha. My, my feeling is that the secret and the law of attraction is just incomplete. It's not BS. It's one third. And everybody needs to have the law of knowledge and the law of action to supplement with that. I, I agree with what you're saying. The reason I say that I feel like it's BS is because of the word attract. Mm. I feel like the word attract is very passive. Sure. And in this world, it can be received as it can enable the victimhood in Correct. people. Correct. So laziness, right? I don't have to do any action. I, don't, I can just sit back and say, I'm going to get a Ferrari, I'm going to get a Ferrari, exactly. I'm going to get a Lamborghini and it's exactly. not going to come. Mm. And you know, yes, as you said, maybe from that perspective, it's incomplete because, you know, there there's more to it than just sitting and visualizing. But at the same time, it's visualizing when you embody or when you feel that feeling and that emotion, you're actually raising your frequency to match the frequency of what you want. But then if I want a relationship, I can sit and imagine a partner all day. If I'm sitting in my bedroom and not leaving the house, nothing's going to happen. Nothing's going to happen. So that's my, that's my, that's, That's why that, you call it BS. Yes. No, I love I love that you're sharing hard truths. This show is all about uncommon opinion and about sharing perspectives so people can think, hmm, I never thought of this before. So yeah. thank you for that. Yeah, yeah, this, yeah. The entire the talk wellness is themed around perspectives yeah. that people can listen to and go, hmm, I never thought of it. Yeah. I mean, my whole platform, my whole Instagram page, my everything I, I, I'm doing or I want to do is bringing people out of denial you know, it's it's so important if we want growth, if we want change, if we want to really push the needle, move the needle, we need to acknowledge things that aren't fun. Now, let's go into some practical tips and okay. advice that you can share with everybody to cut through the clutter and the BS, like you call it. Okay. And what can they actually do to maybe have complete well-being? Okay. Wow, that's a big question. First, you want to develop a relationship with yourself. Mm. 
You want to have language with yourself. You want to be able to understand yourself. And Let, not let's go just, a bit deeper. What is language with yourself? So we always have this voice in our head, right? Mm. And this voice could be nice, not nice. Some of us nice. have voices. Yeah, exactly. That's totally <laughs> normal. Like, I understand that. I'm a Gemini. So everyone's like, oh my God, you have so many voices. It's like, yes, I have so many people living in my head, you know, um, which was the start of my healing journey, actually. Sure. So first you want to be able to understand what your language is with mm. yourself. Okay. It's so vital to have a healthy language with yourself. And this goes beyond what you tell yourself, right? A hundred percent. So how you feel yeah. and how you kind of, what, what you think of yourself. Yeah. So self-worth, yeah. self-love. Mm -hmm. mm, okay. Um, self-worth and self-love for me, I mean, self-love, I believe, is a, is a reflection of your worth, right? When you believe you are worthy, your self-care practice is massive. And when you believe... You, when you have crazy self-care practice, your self-love is off the charts. Yes. So I believe it all starts with worthiness. Mm. Believing you are worthy of speaking to yourself in a kind way, of setting, that, setting those boundaries. The boundaries you set with people, okay, boundaries are super important. That's practical yeah. tip number two. First, we're talking about language, awareness about the language with yourself and your practice, and then boundaries. Boundaries you set are not for somebody else mm. right i'm not setting a boundary with and john because you know i want him to be a certain way i set boundaries for me to, to maintain my mental health if i don't want anyone to speak to me in a specific way or i don't want anyone to interfere because we know privacy is a really big thing at least in the arab culture that is not respected at all you do this not for the people around you to to not interfere you do this because you're doing it for you, your right. mental health. This is my space. And how does somebody do that? You want to get real with yourself. You want to get real to a point where it's not about what people think is right. It's not about what society tells me. It's not about what my parents want. It's about what I truly feel. And that's a really big step. Yeah, a lot of people are not okay with understanding or even tapping into their own emotions. So that's the first thing you want to do when mm. you talk about... Mm. Um, Just get real that. with yourself. The Sanskrit word is manasakshi. Uh, manas <laughs> means um, your deep inner self. Uh, it can also be translated as mind or heart. And sakshi means witness. It's a common Hindi word. So manasakshi is your consentiousness, your, your witness of your mind, which you cannot lie to. You can lie to everybody else, but you can't lie to that. Exactly. It, I think that for me is the most important thing. Language, boundaries, and being real with yourself. I did not evolve until I got real, really raw with myself. And that's what I do with all my clients. I, I step them into and I guide them into understanding their own inner workings. Because when they see their truth... They're able to move from it. True. They're able to heal. They're able to, you know, bring light to the dark. Amazing. So, so that's really important. I want to talk about codependency with you because this is your expertise and mm -hmm. you guide people about emotional codependency. Let's mm -hmm. start with defining dependency, codependency, interdependency and uh, independency. Okay. So dependence is any need that you have. From, and, and you're sourcing it from the outside. That's dependence. Mm. It's depending on somebody or something to, to 
retain or so your to, joy comes from 100%. outside sources your joy comes from your joy comes from outside your happiness your love your worth your value mm. your peace so these are typically when somebody's looking for validation or mm-hmm, approval mm-hmm. validation approval um seeking their their worth and their value um there's also the biggest one is not being alone. Mm-hmm. People are not comfortable being with themselves. That's why, I mean, in the yoga circles, we call the pandemic Corona Guru. Because <laughs> it taught everybody I love that. how the importance of being with themselves. Yeah. You know, with quarantine and with forced house arrest and kind of just, just sitting with yourself and uh, realizing the importance of uh, not having other people to complete you. Yeah. So the thing with that is... When you're alone, you're forced to feel your feelings. Mm. You're forced to sit with your thoughts. And that's why many people can't handle it. That's exactly why people do not, you know, people keep occupying themselves, keep being busy at work, filling up their schedule, just so they don't have those moments alone. And a lot of people, on the other hand, and here's when we talk about independence, a lot of people have very high walls up. Mm. They're not including, they're not letting anyone get too far mm. into their, their heart. So they're like they're, cactus. Uh, yes. Cactus, you know, yes. come near me and I poke you with yes. a thorn and I can exist in the, in the, in the, in the Sahara, uh, Saharan sub-temperature by myself. <laughs> what is this? <laughs> it's a cactus, you know. <laughs> I felt like I'm embodying a cactus for a second there. I'm like, okay, now I'm a cactus. <laughs> yeah, come near me and I'll poke you. So you're saying, so that's, we've defined dependency yeah we've dependency defined, as a concept okay. is is needing something outside of sure. you to survive and we have defined independence yeah independence is, is super protective like walls are up yeah maybe even with the excuse of saying oh i'm an introvert yes introvert i'm specific about the people that are in my circle i don't trust a lot of people like the my narrative zodiac says that yeah. i can't meet <laughs> <laughs> that's another narrative that people love latching true, true. onto right I, I keep telling people can you divide the world into 12 groups yeah it's impossible yeah it's impossible but again it's it's nice people want to feel like they belong true, right true, they want to feel connection that, that's why you another... have this tribe the talk wellness tribe <laughs> we're, we're there for you we're all here so then next, let's move to maybe interdependency before we go to codependency. I just want to add something, what you're saying about zodiacs. Everyone wants to, everyone wants to feel like they belong. Everyone wants to feel like they're connected. Like it's, it's just another thing for the ego to latch on to. Mm. And it's a, it's a protection narrative because you only seek, I'm not saying only, but normally, usually, people seek this type of, these types of narratives or, or this type of, following because they're not connected to themselves true which is a form of codependency so you can kind of see how codependency can manifest or like linger transpire into every different area of your life if you need anything outside of you to to evoke a feeling inside of you then there's then there's a, a hint of codependency there and it's super important to identify that because as long as there's a codependency, you're giving your power to somebody. Mm. They have the power to affect your mood, your day, your journey. And that's not something that is like, um, that will help you grow. Or that's not something that you want. You don't want to give your power to so anyone. So we don't want dependency. Mm-hmm. We don't want independency because mm-hmm. we are social animals. We don't both want, are extremes. Both are extremes. Yes. And in codependency, what happens is 
you you don't want that either because yeah. that's so what do we really codependency want codependency is disconnection from self and it's on the same spectrum independence is also protection of self so it's not open vulnerability so you're not able to connect with life around you mm. so there's i'm not connected to myself and there's i'm not connected you know what i mean so it's they're on the same spectrum everyone thinks that oh people that are independent are healthy mm. and and to a certain extent it may be true it, it, it might depends. be it, on a grade it might be slightly better yes. than dependent or yes. codependent yes but also then these are the types of people like i have a lot of clients that you know are searching for love and are not able to find it or in their relationships and their friendships they always feel like they're alone or not included or fomoing about something so it's all on a scale of if i were connected to myself and to my power I would be super open and vulnerable with everything around. I'd connect with life. Yes. And not need it. Yes. But celebrate it and embody it and flow with it. So what is the optimum state to be in? Is there is there a word for interdependency? Yes. Okay, that's yes. the word for it. Codependent people um are not able to self-regulate and independent people uber self-regulate. Mm. Like it's it's too much. too much. They don't they don't want anyone in their reality, right? They're they're independent. They don't care. um but that doesn't mean that there are no emotions involved interdependence is your sweet spot this is where i am fulfilled with myself i am whole and complete and i feel it everywhere in my reality and i'm able to sit with anjan and speak to him and work with him because he's adding value into my life True. not because i need him not because his presence helps me you know become who i want to be no i am who i want to be i know how to grow but this person exists in my reality as added value we're able to guide each other we're able to help each other without depending on each other and this is where co creation and mm-hmm. collaboration comes mm-hmm. in and that that's my favorite thing and the entire premise of talk wellness is co creation every day i have a different guest that's beautiful this is what we need to be experiencing and witnessing more of we need to be anchoring in that frequency of interdependence because right now people don't like the, i want to introduce this idea about codependency if you're suffering from a toxic relationship then there's codependency there and i i i don't know anyone that hasn't had a toxic relationship in their lives you know and if you've experienced it at one point of time and there's been no healing that's happened or no integration or no awareness reflection then it's still lingering there mm. somewhere so if you want to be fully empowered in your reality and have these healthy relationships healthy partnerships then we need to be looking at where people may be codependent what has been your biggest failure because we're always talking about successes mm. and what did you learn from it your biggest failure i mean i talk about my daily failures on my instagram it's something that i really used to you know encourage people mm. that mm. N- progress not perfection that's right. I, i'm a recovering perfectionist that's right because that's why we call it a meditation practice and not a meditation perfection yeah. because you practice yeah. and you're progressing yeah, every single moment everything's a practice so my biggest failure huh I would say before the past 2 years really showing up for myself. Mm. I had failed in doing that, putting people's needs before my own, sacrificing myself to keep people around me, people pleasing, so much trauma-based action and fear-based action versus showing up for myself and really helping myself. And if I were to break it down like not so, you know, energetically or hocus pocus or intangible yeah, we're a practical show we yeah. like tangible If tips practically my biggest failure oh 
you should have asked me this before. I can't, I can't spot like something super tangible right now. Okay, when it comes, share it. No problem. Yeah, this yeah, is yeah. the thing with memory. It'll come when it has to. Yes. So <laughs> what are the best resources that have helped you along the way? I posted about this. The Power of Now, the book. Okay. Eckhart Tolle. Eckhart Tolle is like, I don't know if I can say this, but say he this. is a prophet for me really a prophet he talks about presence and engagement and stillness and and you know and there's the the power of now and then there's um a new earth okay and on that same tone who are the three people who have been most influential for you Eckhart Tolle Eminem Eminem wow what a choice I oh like yeah it. okay oh yeah I think also that's another hard truth right people look people divide like music and absolutely you know and mainstream and and really you can find gems in anything and, and yeah anyone and, that knows me knows he's my going favorite going with what you said what happened two years ago will the real farah abisa please stand up oh yeah i'm right <laughs> <Okay>. here <laughs> and number three honestly funny enough have you heard of doreen virtue she's an author channeler okay. writer I read her book was the first thing that brought me into spirituality. Um, it was called Angels 101. So my intro was actually angels, even mm. though I was the most practical, angry person you could meet. Um, I remember. I, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I mean, the practical part. Oh, yeah. But like you didn't meet me when there was anger. No, I did. Yeah, Yeah. yeah. Anger is like up until I was 16. My whole day revolved around. Anyway. Not energizing that right now, but um, so, her, so book. her book, Angels 101, she was a channeler bringing in new, new age t sort of narratives. And now she completely stopped and she's back to the church and see, she's like, all of this is like Sweet. nonsense, whatever. But yeah, she, she really influenced me. She really did. What do you wish you had known 10 years ago? Just do it. Just do it. Just do it. Because you weren't Stop following doubting yourself. Nike that much 10 years yeah. ago. It was more Adidas. I mean, now it's that's Nike. all I wore. I only wear Air Forces. Okay. But um, yeah, just Free do plug, it. Free plug, not sponsored. <laughs> <laughs> just do it. Okay. And for your great, great grandchildren, is there any wisdom that you'd want to pass on oh, to them? Oh, Lord Jesus. If you, you just, could only you pass just made on me like a mother. Gra okay. Great, great grandmother. <laughs> <laughs> it's the one piece of wisdom you want to pass on to them. Do you. Don't mm. focus on people around you, what they say, what they think. Just be true to yourself. The more you embody your truth, the more you, you're aligned with your path, the more empowered and fulfilled you are in your life. Now it's about that time. The Talk Wellness Hour with Anjan. Episode four of Talk Wellness. We thank you so much for talking. And now this is a subject that's close to both of us. And it's called the spiritual matrix. Is mm -hmm. that what you want to call it? Mm -hmm. Basically debunking the idea that if you're uh, somebody who's in touch with your own deeper self or what you want to call spirituality, you have to look, dress or be a certain way. Right. So let's talk about that. The thing that irritates me the most or the thing I'm most passionate about debunking and bringing hard truths and unpopular opinions to is the spiritual matrix. The fact that we are able to say there's a spiritual matrix. I, I Actually, honestly, I never heard of this till you told oh, me really? spiritual matrix. Yeah. Like, I, was I like, mean, it's, it's, a, it's a term that's, that's put for exactly what you said. Mm. If you are a spiritual person, and I'm going to say this with all the passion I have. If you are a spiritual person, that means you're connected to your spirit. 
Therefore, any expression from there is yours and your truth. Therefore, if you choose to be uh, in the music industry and you're connected to your truth, that doesn't mean you're not spiritual. You don't need to be doing breath work or yoga or become a healer or be into meditation to be a spiritual person. True. That's what we always say as yogis. Everybody is spiritual. Some of us remember it. Exactly. And that conscious awareness, what we started our show with, is the important part. And I think I like this topic because people have a certain um, perception perception of how people who are uh, connected with themselves or are spiritual should look, should behave. Yeah, how they, I need to be speaking like this in order to be perceived as spiritual. No, that's not who I am. And for the longest time, I was trying to fit myself in a box. Really? Yeah. You were trying to speak like that? I was not, I, I, I didn't get to the, the speaking, I didn't get to the speaking part, but for the longest time, I'm like, okay, if I'm a spiritual person, that means I need to dress a certain way sure. or I need to be a healer. I need to pursue healing mm. as, as, as an occupation mm. or as my income in order to be in service. That's right. Uh, look at me. I'm a yogi. I'm a practitioner of Tantra for the last 25 years and I'm dressing in a suit. <laughs> yeah, because all of this is just how we choose to express ourselves. True. It does not define us. And that's what I feel is, that's, that's the real seed here, mm. is we're always seeking something to define us. And the ego will always be on the journey of, okay, let me get this identity. Let me do this so I can... Or uh, this whole thing now about you need to be vegan to be, you know, conscious or spiritual or, and it's like, maybe this person in his journey at this point in time still isn't ready to be vegan. And who said veganism is the right thing? That's right. I mean, don't all, like... All the meat eaters are like, go for her, go for yeah, <laughs> I mean, vegan, vegan people, please don't like, I, yeah, I'm they're, totally they're, okay with your choices. I'll, I'll give you a number later. Yeah, <laughs> please don't. <laughs> I'm... I'm Every choice is okay as long as you're aligned with it. Sure. But this idea that there is a way we have to be is like the Matrix, right? Mm. Is like we're in this rat ah, that's race. That's where the Matrix comes from, from the movie with Neo from the Wachowski yes, brothers. That's where, ah, okay, okay. The yeah, but the idea of okay, the Matrix is, you know, nine to five. True, true, uh, true, true. You, you know, yes. Yeah, giving your time for money. Yes. And money kind of governing your entire life, mm. what you feel about yourself, how you perceive yourself, where you place yourself. If you like Sorry. these perspectives, we'd love for you to leave a comment or a few, share this with your friend, because talking about this show is how talk wellness will grow. And we need your support for this as much as uh, we're contributing and giving you perspectives. I love that spiritual wellness. Now it's about that time. The Talk Wellness Hour with Anjan. Okay, this is something I ask all my guests. Daily routines. Name something that you do every day without fail. A workout. I How have many? to work out. One hour, two hours. Yeah, one hour. One hour and a half, I would say. Uh, I'm, I'm now introducing or I'm trying to introduce running. I saw on your running. Instagram. Yeah, yeah. Pull I ups. mean... A hundred percent. Skinning the cat. I think. Handstands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see them. I, I see think, them. Um, I think there's this perception in the spiritual community also that, you know, we need to focus on the energetics so much. And then there's a neglect for the body or for the physical. And really how you experience life is through the physical. True. Very so true. This and, is and this is your the essence vessel. of Tantra, actually, because Tan in one sense means body. 
And tra comes from expansion, trayati. So expanding through your senses and your sensory perception is actually tantra. And I'm so happy you said workout. Pursuit of relaxation that. is what I call this. I ask all my guests what your thoughts on happiness are. That's my name, yeah? Farah means happiness. Really? Sweet. Um, I think happiness is not something you get to, right? It's, it's a state of being. You, you, you get to a place where you're so grateful for everything and you understand the purpose of everything and you see everything as an opportunity for a learning and a lesson. And I'm not saying this to come off as, you know, pretentious or anything like that, but happiness is, is, is within, it's not without. Mm. So the sooner we get into ourselves, the better we kind of understand happiness. Amazing. Five tips or five ways that you have to get rid of stress. Mm. Bubble bath. Bubble bath. I like it. Bubble bath is my favorite. Um, journaling. Journaling changed my life. Uh, meditation. That's a really big one. And running. One more. Hmm. Talk wellness podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have one more. I want to say like getting my nails done. Okay, pampering getting your nails. That, that's fine. Okay. Yeah. Uh, this is a segment called shipwreck. If you have to be shipwrecked on an island, mm. on a deserted island, but with all your human needs, like your food and water taken care of, um, what two items would you want to have with you? Um, a book for journaling and creating. And a pen. And a pen. Okay, cool. Sure. Um, this is the last part of our uh, show, actually. If you could step into my footwear, what would you have asked yourself that I didn't? Ooh, these questions are awesome. Um, I would have probably asked my asked me about my journey, how I got into healing, because a lot of people, you know, think they're so far away from it, and I was the furthest away from healing. Okay, let's let's do it. Tell us about your journey into healing. Um, so I was a very angry youngest child, feeling like you know. I'm, I'm, I'm at the, I came at the, at the end of the, of the food chain in the family. Everyone had more time, more, more attention, more whatever. I was very angry. I didn't know God. I didn't find God. I was, I was so disconnected from myself. And so in every sort of crappy mindset you can imagine, uh, I was very aggressive. I was very egotistical. Easily irritable, maybe. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. Totally. Okay. So let's talk about how you got into, the, how the transformation happened. Um, so I met my mom's friend, one of my mom's friends, and she's a Reiki master. And um, she offered me healing. And she's like, I see an angel next to your shoulder. I'm like, she's crazy. I'm like, mom, what are you doing with her? You know? Um, so she she started introducing these ideas of the intangible and um, she gave me a Reiki session. And, um, you know, I moved from the mental to the emotional immediately and I was able to feel presence around me. Mm. And this is where I say, try so many different things, see what appeals to you, see what speaks to your soul, find your practice um, it doesn't need to be anything spiritual. You know, my partner is a music producer um, and that's what speaks to his soul. This is how he expresses himself. This is what him being spiritual looks like. So it doesn't need to be Reiki. It doesn't need to be anything but connect to yourself. 
Reiki gave me the space to connect to myself. Start so, anywhere is what she's saying, yes. but start yes. and uh, go yes. beyond the accumulated identities that you've had so far, your name, your nationality, like your, all those narratives. your color, your job title, go. your role as a son, wife, daughter, yep. brother, sister, mother, father, teacher, student, whatever, go beyond is what yep. you're saying. Yeah, I love it. Um, let's share with everybody your Instagram profile and how people can connect with you on the internet. Um, so my handle is at Farah Abisab, so F-A-R-A-H-A-B-I-S-A-A-B on Instagram, um, same name on, on Facebook. And, you know, just DM me. I'm happy to talk. We'll definitely tag it down below and uh, you can take a look at it. Last question before I let you go. Mm-hmm. You ha- probably have one or two, but what is this one motto or saying that you have written down somewhere, you know, uh, maybe in your phone or in your bathroom mirror or somewhere, which you go by every day that you want to share with everybody? It's right here on my body. It says surrender. surrender. Explain that to us. Surrender. Stop thinking. Stop wondering. I got it here because that's where my watch was. Sure. So don't just be present here and now. Surrender. Believe God is there with you. Believe you have the capability to go through another day. You made it this far. So I think you need to acknowledge that and let that fuel you. Let that empower you. Surrender into the moment. That's all that exists. The here and now. You can connect yourself to the past and imagine the future, but all that really exists is the here and now. So surrender to the now. On that note, thank you, Farah, for joining us on episode four of Talk Wellness. It's been amazing having you on air. Thank you so much for being with us. Talk Wellness with Anjan. I want to take a moment to thank you from the bottom of my heart for listening to this episode. And I'd like to remind you that the perspectives that we shared on this show are of my guest and myself only. And you should evaluate if it works for you before making it yours. Always consult your own doctor, therapist and healer before you make any drastic life changes. And we would love it if you could share this podcast link with your friends, your family, your circles and talk about it. That's why we call this series Talk Wellness. We need your support to get the conversation around well-being to be a more prominent one. I would love to connect with you across social media. Look for Meditate with Anjan on Instagram, Facebook and YouTube. And also, please leave a review. This will help us grow. Our next episode will be out soon and it's going to feature Adil Hussain, who's a men's coach, a lifestyle and mindset mentor, a personal trainer. And we will be talking about the power of men's circles. Thank you once again for listening and for your love. Stay relaxed. Namaste.